Well, I'd like to first say that I just got a text while we were on this call that uh, Jenny and I, my wife and I, just got, uh, we get tested every week now. It's our little date. Every Tuesday morning, we go down there, you know, Barcadero. Negative, sweet. <laughs> that was Kevin Klein, who co-owns Front Porch Restaurant in Bernal Heights. I'm your host, Jeff Hunt. Welcome to Storied San Francisco, a weekly podcast where San Franciscans from all walks of life share their stories, and you get to know your neighbors. In this podcast, Kevin picks up where he left off in part one with the various bartending jobs he had when he moved to San Francisco. He and his then-girlfriend, now-wife, had a crush, as he puts it, on Emmy's Spaghetti Shack. They got to know the head chef and hostess there. A few years later, they asked Kevin if he wanted to open a restaurant with them. And that's how the story of the front porch in Bernal Heights got started. Here's Kevin. I bartended at um, a number of uh, dives. Let's uh, hear some names. Yeah, I remember the the Beerness, uh, which I thought was really... I liked the wordplay, the the pun of it, which is why I even walked in there to apply. Um, It was on the corner of uh, California and Van Ness. Mm -hmm. Beerness. Mm-hmm. cute <laughs> and uh it was it was a craziest craziest little dive bar uh with this uh this czech owner who would just get so rambunctious you know party 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 uh and then you know even if there were two people in the bar he would try to you know sliver of it's for everyone Let's uh, do this. i have to make it. party uh dedication a, yeah <laughs> then uh i worked at uh the beer cellar, which he was also uh, owned by the same folks. And that was, that's down Sutter and Taylor, I think, Sutter and Taylor. Yeah, I don't know that. And it's, uh, it, at that time, had turned into a hip-hop nightclub, okay. which was uh, also really cool music at that time. I didn't realize, like, how much I liked that music while I was working it, but, like, uh that was so fast paced and it was, there was no ventilation and it would get so hot in there. Sometimes the clouds would form, you know, oh my God. <laughs> it was, uh, that was a really, that was a cool like experience in bartending as fast as you can mm-hmm. make as many drinks as you possibly can. There was not enough time to make as many drinks as needed to have. Wow. Uh, and that was, you know, that was kind of cool uh, being in, um, and then um, I also worked at a Catalan restaurant at the time uh, called Venga. That was at the corner of oh, yeah. Folsom, third, third and Folsom, third and Folsom. Yeah, Over close to the Moscone Center. Behind Moscone, yeah. Yeah, and uh, that was really kind of a cool place too. That was, uh, um, you know, had a big flamboyant. James Beard, award-winning chef, uh, doing paellas, and I learned so much about uh, Spanish wine, and I—it's ruined me for wine because even yeah. like I, I just love Spanish wine. Love mm-hmm. Spanish wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did uh, these perones, which are these um, almost like Boda bags, but made of glass, and you would squirt them into your mouth and each other's mouths, and, <laughs> uh, and that turned into you know quite a little party too. For a uh, right. With, uh, after that, I uh, I think I, I went to work at Bix. I was uh, no, sorry, Blue Bar. 
uh, which was part of the Black Cat. Mm-hmm. So that's we're at Broadway and Kearney now. So up in North Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that was this amazing jazz nightclub. Uh, and, you know, we just, we had a tiny little bar, but uh, again, like just always busy, always hopping. Uh, a lot of, a lot of fun. And all this time in your personal life, um, you said mm-hmm. you, it was within weeks that you met um, your past on and off girlfriend, now wife. Yeah. That, so were you, that, so were you guys together all that time? Yeah, and? we got, we got married in 2001. Oh, wow. Uh, and we were, and we were together the, the whole time. Uh, wow. From, yeah, I, I, ha- I think because she had a roommate that was moving in, so I had to move out uh, for uh, about four four months i lived up in diamond heights for about four months mm-hmm. um right on glen canyon which was really pretty yeah. but um but the whole time we were we were together um, so yeah okay. it was, yeah that's we're coming up on uh, 19 years being married congratulations uh, fantastic that's remarkable yeah. um can you tell us unless we're skipping over something and, and if we are please please let me know. But, uh, so when and how did you meet Josie? Right. So, uh, Jenny and I actually around the same time, um, went into Emmy spaghetti shack. So, uh, the one that was, uh, that used to be on Virginia yes. mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she and I just, uh, we just had the biggest crush on that place. Uh, you know, on uh, the food, on the atmosphere, uh, you know. Waiting in the bar and walking through the bead curtain. Yes, Fuck. yes. And, and they'd have, they'd have were, DJs. Yeah, in, yeah, and we would uh, sit right next to a DJ. We couldn't hear a word that each other yeah. said, and it didn't yeah. matter. It was dark, uh, too. It was like a perfect was, date spot. <laughs> it was, and uh, we, we, in fact, uh, we had our engagement party there. Fuck yeah. Uh, and uh, so Joe's, since we were regulars, we started to become uh, friends with Josie and Sarah, the, the chef uh, at the time. And um, we Wait, just... You, sorry, I, I wasn't even aware that Josie worked there. Can you, like, what... what yeah, is... yeah, okay. So, so Josie, Josie was... She ran the floor there. Okay. Uh, and she, she and Emmy, you know, Emmy uh, was super... It still is super hands-on owner. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but Josie was kind of her right hand man. That's why and, she's um, so familiar. Yeah. When yeah. I met so her she, through front porch, I was like, I know you. Where do I know you yeah, from? Yeah. 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 And but there's there is that sense about Josie too. Like when you first meet her, it's like, I know you from and she'll fill in, you know, another life or something like that. <laughs> uh, but we just we just had the biggest crush on the whole Emmy's uh, experience. And yeah. then I remember once Josie, while we were sitting at a, at a table, Josie was like, uh, you guys should come to my birthday party. And like, and uh, Jenny and I were just <laughs> over the moon. Like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing. Oh my God, we're really becoming friends here. <laughs> right. And there, there was that, there was totally that excitement about it. And at the time uh, I worked at Bick's restaurant uh, down, downtown. So I had to wear, I bartended there and I would wear a starched white, you know, thing and a, and a bow tie. And it's a great, great place. I love that place, but I did not like wearing that uniform. And I would, uh, you know, go into the Emmys where they're wearing, you know, anything they 
anything and everything they wanted and uh, had the, the cool homemade hand touch uh, decor. And uh, I was like, oh man, if I ever do something on my own, I want it to be like this. Mm. You know? And uh, I, I was, we were probably talking with Josie when we said it. You know? Right. And so a couple of years, a couple of years later, actually got a phone call from Josie out of the blue, uh, which said, Hey, you know that place on the corner of Tiffany and 29th street? Uh, do you want to be my business partner? <laughs> or if not, like, let's all go camping. Like, <laughs> you know, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, no, it really was. That was the, that was the message that she left me. I wish I, I wish I had saved it. Um, Camping or starter. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> is Josie? Is she from the South? I can't. She's from. Uh, no, she's from so SoCal. Okay, well, right. Yeah, so Southern California. Southern California. She's from the South. <laughs> Light years different. But. Okay, so um, so she had the idea to to open a restaurant. Whose idea was the? I guess the theme or the direction. Yeah. So. It was, um, it was nobody's, it was nobody. It, it came from, uh, well, so Sarah, who was the chef over at Emmy's, mm-hmm. uh, is from Barbados. Okay. And she came with Josie to open up the front porch with us. And she said, initially, I have this great uh, fried chicken recipe that we'll put on as a special for the first week, just because I know people will like it. And, um, you know, cause at the time it was the time of the gastro pub, you know, mm-hmm. it was, and that was what we were trying to do was like upscale pub fair mm-hmm. neighborhood restaurant. Uh, um, and, but once the fried chicken hit, we became celebrated as the new Southern restaurant in San Francisco, which which you know we were trying we were trying to tell no this, uh, our chefs from the Caribbean so we like went from like one day of being a, a British influenced gastro pub because <laughs> she's also from Barbados and London her folks are so we had one day where we were our original vision was <laughs> one day <laughs> and then we were uh, a fried chicken southern spot but we weren't we were so we went really hard to the Caribbean to try and, uh, and so Sarah Kernon, who is now has an amazing place called Miss Ollie's in uh, Oakland. Um, we were trying to make it this Caribbean, we we're cooking this awesome Caribbean food. Mm-hmm. And, um, but people would still say, oh, this is the best Southern food I've ever had. This <laughs> is, uh, you know, or, or sometimes they would say, this isn't Southern food. Mm-hmm. you know as like a as an insult but you're right, right. But, you know, but when sarah left to open up her her own place a few years later um we were like okay we need to find a southern let's do let's do southern food and we found a chef from new orleans whose folks were from the dominican republic so it okay. was like a really good like still a little caribbean uh and, and that is when we planted our that's where we planted our flag yeah, I was. I mean, I was going to say I don't know Barbados or Bar, Bar, Barbadian food specifically, they call but it Asian. 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 Okay, I don't know that food specifically, but 
generally, it's a generalization, but like Caribbean food, Southern food, there's a lot of connections there. There's a lot of connection. A there's lot a lot of, of connection. Um, a lot of uh, similar ingredients. Um, people from Africa in the Caribbean to the South, mm -hmm. you know, that, uh, uh, yeah, that awful uh, triangle there mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. at the founding of the country. Mm -hmm. But the food that came out of uh, Africa through the Caribbean to the South, where you're using um, off cuts of meat, you're using, um, you know, not, uh, you know, a green like collard greens, which is just un inedible unless you cook it down for, mm -hmm. you know, hours and hours and hours. But then it becomes this kind of magic thing, you know, the use of vinegars, the use okra. of spices, the use of okra, yeah, which, um, you know, gumbo is uh, the African word for okra. Mm -hmm. uh, so, it, and it's one of the ingredients. Um, so, yeah, there is there is a, a connection. I'm pretty sure the place already looked like it does now the first time I went. Yeah. It would be it, back it, then. It and I was just, what is this place? exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like they made it for me. Yeah, we did, Super we cool. did. <laughs> Super it was, cool. um, it, it, the, the place itself uh, in the 40s was transformed, maybe the late 30s was transformed from a garage uh, into an Italian restaurant okay. uh, by the Giomi family. Uh, the Giomi family, this, the place Sodini's at the corner of Grant and Green, mm -hmm. that's their, that's their place. And there's, an, okay. there's actually a picture of their grandfather at, behind the bar, behind the front oh, porch wow. bar. It's blown up like all over. And Sodini's is one of my favorite restaurants. And, I love Sodini's and now of course, like Golden Boy and Fertile cheese yeah. and all that. Like so, yeah. there's a connection between front porch and some of my other favorite restaurants. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the similar aesthetic though, huh? You can tell like yeah, yeah. There's the dark wood bar, the um, the small space. You know, the cozy feeling. Yeah. Um, yeah. How did the rock bar? How did that all happen? And when? Well, if you don't. Mind. Yeah. So rock bar uh, was owned by this really cool woman named Esperanza who was from Nicaragua um, <clears throat> and she made friends with us when we moved in because the place before we took it over had was a Nicaraguan okay. bar grill called Dominic's bar and grills. Oh, more than one, more than one grill. Okay. More than one grill. Grills. Okay. And uh, they had started out as friends, uh, but then over the course of the 30 years that they were both in business right across the street from each other, there had, developed a, a, a feud like feeling um which uh <laughs> which when we moved in there she was uh, very quick to tell us about <laughs> but <laughs> she kind of adopted us and uh, she okay. said well why don't you guys uh run my bar for me and then give me all the money <laughs> that was her <laughs> that was her initial deal you know, we're like, well that sounds that sounds pretty good but i was um, like she wanted to take you on your second big ride around san francisco <laughs> yes that's right <laughs> that was exactly it what a deal um, but as the years went by we became uh, really good friends and then when she was just really ready ready to go ready to retire um she gave us the first ride to refusal and uh you know having a cocktail bar across the street from a restaurant is going to be good for the restaurant no matter who owns the bar it's going to be good for the bar no matter who owns the restaurant but the fact that we 
that we have them uh, both is uh, is great. I'm actually sitting in Rock Bar right now. Yes, you are. It is. I, I, well, when you first came online, I was like, "Where?" You went out to get your drink, and I was like, "I recognize." And Michelle's like, "Oh, that's Rock Bar, duh." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just quickly for so I know uh, when did you guys take over Rock Bar? Rock Bar was uh, thirteen, two thousand thirteen. Got it. So you got that that one Giants World Series victory in fourteen. Yes. There. Got oh it. man, it. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> There's still champagne stains on the. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. There might still be some people from that night still there. Yeah. yeah. Wait, let me check underneath <laughs> yeah. the seat there. <laughs> Freddie, um, Freddie, get up. <laughs> Do you, Kevin, do you want to talk about, um, or I should, I, I should rephrase that. I would like you to talk about running your restaurant during the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay. Start um, wherever you feel like starting and, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd like to first say that I just got a text while we were on this call that uh, Jenny and I, my wife and I just got, uh, we get tested every week now. It's our little date. Every Tuesday morning, we go down there, you know, Barcadero. Negative, sweet, <laughs> but right. um, but during during the COVID, um, I'd say after Mardi Gras, things really uh, really started slowing down with uh, people not wanting to to go out. Um, uh, turns out at the time I was frustrated by that, but I'm now glad that <laughs> fewer and fewer people were going out. You know that's. Right. Maybe some, some in some way why uh, San Francisco is in a better better place than some uh, as far as the response. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, our to goes and deliveries uh, were ramping up uh, to, to just I mean, yeah, you know, going from maybe five percent of business to going to you know eighty percent of business. Is this before um, shutdown? You mean before yeah, shelter in place? Oh, okay, that was already happening. That was happening, and then kind of in the last, uh, the last couple of nights, so the almost the Ides of March there when it, uh, mm-hmm. the shelter in place came on, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> one of our last guests were, was the cast of Hamilton. <laughs> they had just oh. been they had just been shut down, uh, and it was one of their uh, members' uh, birthdays, and so they were celebrating together uh that night and i and we all kind of had this feeling like this is you know if they're shutting down plays and stuff that it's going to happen it's going to happen soon and it and it did um i was really glad that we were able to keep all of our full-time employees um, all of them wow how many do uh, you have on staff we have uh, uh 18 okay wow uh so the are a lot of the people who had two jobs uh, or, you know, a lot of people left, uh, a couple of people left because they had uh, family members at home that were at high risk groups. Right. Uh, one of our uh, full-time waitresses just had a child. Oh, wow. uh, so there were, um, we lost about 25% of the people who were working here, but all the people who were full-time who wanted to work, we were able to keep them on, which was, which was awesome. So, you know, frustrating, certainly, because this is something that we've been doing a long, a long time, something that we felt that we were doing pretty well, uh, something we had fun doing. Um, and then, uh, so there was that, that feeling of loss 
and frustration. Um, there's also the unknown, like, is there ever going to be a front porch again? Like, are we going to come out of this? Uh, that was, that was real. That was real. And that was really scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sitting in rock bar right now. Uh, I've had some time to, you know, I mean, I don't know if there'll ever be a rock bar again, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know when they're going to open up right. bars, if they're going to open up bars. Um, and that's, that's scary too. But then almost, almost immediately after that feeling was okay, well, let's get to work <laughs> until they shut us down. Let's figure out a way. Uh, and we, um, just pivoted within a day or two to being all takeout and delivery, uh, you know, waiters and, uh, and busters and, um, bartenders were now delivery drivers, uh, oh. were, um, expediters bagging, bagging food up. Uh, we, you know, the porch, which was always like the welcoming, the reason why we named it the front porch, you know, we, is this welcoming space this you know and now you know we have a it blockaded off <laughs> you know it's like yep. it's the anti-porch it's like oh it doesn't feel right but uh at the same time that those first those first couple of weeks especially when we were all scared not just the front porch but everybody in san francisco that just there was this gratitude when we were able to bring our southern comfort food and really provide that southern comfort uh to people so people just waiting at home uh you know leaving it on their doorstep you know they they would leave they left notes for us you know like thank you notes and uh people were uh buying gift certificates and uh you know the the neighborhood the bernal noe mission glen park there's a gratitude i can't I can't express really uh, how grateful I am uh, that those people who we consider our guests in some way were taking care of us. You know, it's, it was our job always to have that Southern mission hospitality, take care of them, you know, while they're in our doors and uh, in a real, in a real way that flipped, they were really taking care of the front porch and, uh, I'm really grateful. Josie and I are both. We talk about it a lot. Uh, that was such a special, and still and still is. I mean, we're still in this. That was Kevin Klein. Join us next week when we'll hear from City Hall volunteer Jesus Barragan. Music for Storied San Francisco is by Otis McDonald. Photography is by Michelle Kilfeather. The show is hosted and produced by me. Over on our website, storiedsf.com, you can browse through the 120-plus episodes we've done over the last three years. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you see an option to rate and review what we do, we'd really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback or people you think should be on the podcast, our email is storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Stay strong, stay safe, and stay healthy.